Welcome back, everyone, to another Eats Beat podcast. I think we're all well again. I'm Bud Kennedy. <laughs> Steve Wilson. I'm Robert Philpott. You know, um, you know, gosh, we've had restaurants that just fall out. This always happens in January. Restaurants make it through the holidays, through Christmas, New Year's, and then they're gone. And uh, only, only, the only thing you watch is that do they wait and hang on through the stock show or do they go ahead and fold before the stock show? Well, we had a couple of shutdowns that were pretty interesting, and Robert, one was on Barry near TCU. This is a, a, a Mercado, which, um, as, as one of my Facebook friends said, I, they, I don't think they ever knew what they wanted to be when they grew up. They started about two years ago as a Mexico City-style dining hall with an ordering system where it was like the same restaurant, but you had to go to different stands. To get so all if your you wanted food. a chicken taco, you had to go to one stand, you wanted seafood, you had to go to another one. You had to wait in five lines and pay five times. And then they changed it to where you could get everything, you could order everything you wanted at one stand. They had a menu that was throughout the restaurant. Then they changed it to table service, which I thought was ideal. And what my best experience at the restaurant was was when they had table service. And then I didn't even get a chance to try this. Uh, They changed to a dining hall, a more eclectic multiple cuisine dining hall food hall was what they food were food hall in um in what late november it was right before the crockett the food hall at crockett row right they they changed first and they had uh, a couple of good entrees in the ramen shop and and uh, the bricks barbecue over there and mm-hmm. but that 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 didn't last long either. it was it was still table service you know basically uh, your server came and and brought did, you menus from all the different well the, the menu had everything on it and then uh, they would go to the different spots and uh, and uh, pick everything up and drop it off your table you know americato is just an example it's one of these restaurants it was planned by an architectural design firm it was really you know high design dallasy um you know a concept without uh, the food um, being fully thought through mm-hmm. it was designed to look good although when i went there um Especially the, the food when I tried the, the burger for the table service. Um, it, the food, I always enjoyed the food, but there was, it just kept kind of changing its concept as it went along. And they also like announced their, that they, if they weren't getting more business, they'd have to close and then they closed and then they reopened. And it's always tough to bring that. The back. barbecue there was really good. Was it Bricks? Is that the Bricks barbecue? I mean, and, barbecue? And they're right. doing a pop-up, uh, you know, this weekend at, uh, at Lola's, and they'll be doing other pop-ups, we guess, until they get another home. And we should say that Americano really, you know, all that good food we like didn't go away, that it moved up 8th Avenue. Uh, it moved the, the Americano basic uh, Mexican food menu moved to um, uh, La Zona on Magnolia, which is, if Americano was like a Dallas-style thing, La Zona on Magnolia, I frequently More of say, a Marfa-style It's like somebody dropped uh, part of Marfa onto them on Magnolia Avenue. It consists of... Um, two shacks with two some shacks. sand in between. One of them is Hotel Madrid, which is a bar, pizza, tapas But not a hotel. But not a hotel. And the other is um, St. Sophia, which is a coffee bar, um, and coffee and churros bar. But they just added late-night tacos. Um, I believe they, they did this last weekend. Um, it's like walk-up from 10, to, 10 p.m. to 2 a.m. They picked the weekend when we had some of the coldest weather that we've had yet to, uh, to start this. And uh, they're, they're also doing some, um, some alcohol sales there, some uh, beer sales at um, St. Sophia. 
Um, it's a really clever place. It's got this great patio. It's one of my favorite patios in town. And uh, it's been more consistent with its concept than Americato was, but you still see kind of concept before execution sometimes. Well, and it's uh, and this is La Zona, which is on Mid Magnolia, uh, close to Nonatata. It's a, you know, it's a, let's see if we can't get the address here. So well, it should do better. Just that it has you know all this foot traffic and stuff there that the Americado did, did didn't have. Americado when it started had some parking problems that they quickly right. solved. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but was, there was a, a parking lot to the um, to the west of Americado that people couldn't use. They actually had some really good parking mm-hmm. to the east. Um, something will work in Americado. It just takes something that's a little bit more. Americado originally tried to appeal to the TCU market, figured out they needed to appeal more to the neighborhood and family market, kind of adjusted that, but it just kept changing. And the, it was such a moving target, nobody knew what to make of it. Well, the zone is 1264 West Magnolia, so I think that's where to find some of the good Americado. I think it's a little gutsy to do late-night tacos when you have Salsa Limon doing late-night late tacos, night tacos right down the street. And Salsa Limon has more, I think, more of a brand identity in Fort Worth. And uh, then you have on the on the weekends, it's not really tacos, but Benito's being open until like 3 o'clock in the morning on Friday and Saturday. And that's that's that was Magnolia before Magnolia was cool. So, and of course, yeah, that's that's before the taco craze. You had Benito's over there. So uh, is there's nothing on Magnolia now, though, that does the all-night. For a while, there was that, that late-night restaurant in... Uh, in Nonatata. Is there anything like that? I No, I don't think that there is some late night stuff, but I don't think there's anything going overnight. Like, yeah. um, and, uh, Somebody's the, doing a special in the uh, the bakery over there. What's the, um, the You spe- know, he's on hiatus right now. It's the a Black Cat, Black Cat Pizza. Okay. He, he does do some, um, he is working on getting a brick and mortar uh, this year, but he does these um, kind of uh, gourmet pizza, and he's very mm-hmm. creative with them. He had mm-hmm. like uh, one that was made with um, Indian food, and Okay. He was opening pop-ups inside Stir Crazy Baked Goods on Monday evening and uh, late night Friday. Often I would just go on Monday, pick up a pizza, take it home. And the pizzas were Great. nice, big, generous size and very and very flavorful. So we don't know. Uh, and, and as of this weekend, the last week in January, Brick's Barbecue, which was doing really well, and Sweet Lucy's Pies, which is a good you know, um, farmer's market uh, operation, uh, you know, they'll both be in uh, Lola's Trailer Park this weekend, and we don't know where they'll be popping up in the future. Well, you've been talking about tacos. Uh, I had some great tacos this week. It's, it's something I never really thought I'd say. I had great tacos in Weatherford. Weatherford. And, and for, you know, for the longest time, Weatherford has had like one or two Tex-Mex restaurants that dominated, and they were pretty old-school Tex-Mex. Well, what's happened is that the owner of Whistle Hill Cafe, which is good home cooking, lunch stuff, uh, took over a former burger grill on the square and put together this place called Downtown Cantina. And I, I tell people this is the most Weatherford thing ever. You know, they had, they had nachos, and on top of the nachos, they had brisket, barbecue sauce, and bacon on top of the nachos, So and onion strings, too. So basically, it was like things you'd put on a sandwich all on top of the nachos, and it was fantastic. And, the, uh, and then they have a, a lot of... Uh, of clever upscale nachos. They have uh, tacos. They have street tacos. It is a late night taqueria. It's open from lunch until two in the morning. 
every day, weekends, three in the morning. It's, if there, people stay up to two people, at Weatherford? Uh, well, apparently they do now. So Okay, uh, yeah. Uh, I, I just never or, thought or of that little square being kind yeah. of a... Or there's a place, if you're coming through Weatherford at 145, <laughs> there, there's uh-huh. some place to go besides the truck stop. Uh-huh. And But, you know, the tacos, uh, I brought back a, a, they have a pork, pulled pork and peach salsa taco it's totally Parker County. Robert, you tried it. Oh, the, the taco was excellent, and it was supposed to come with a uh, was was it a uh, sriracha sriracha crema? The that, sriracha crema that I dropped on the way that in. But dropped. <laughs> um, so the, uh, the, it didn't need the help. It was. Yeah. A, it, the, well, it sounded like there was a lot of stuff on that taco yeah. to, to juggle yeah. when you yeah, came the, in. Yeah, the parking lot got the sriracha <laughs> crema, but the uh, but the rest of it was good. But the, the the meat was very very tasty, very well smoked. It, it had a really nice flavor to it. I wouldn't want to cover it with a sauce. It and was it was a good. big taco. It was a $4, $5. This wasn't a dollar taco, but it was a, it was a good $4 taco. Yeah, it was it was a, a nice hefty taco. It was, uh, if you, you know, a lot of places are going street style where you get three or four small tacos at yeah. once. This was kind of like one of those tacos. Uh, it was kind of like if you took three street tacos and weighed them, they would weigh about as much as this taco. This taco, yeah, it's like you took a, you know, the street taco and and then used your mouse and clicked on it and bumped it up a couple. Of yeah, I don't think anything really small is going to go over in Weatherford. Yeah, you know? no, it's 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 big and meaty and uh-huh. spicy, and they had all these yellow bird sauces, habanero, ghost mm-hmm. pepper. I mean, it's big, meaty, and spicy, and I think those are those are things that Weatherford's going to have. So nachos with barbecue on top, tacos with uh, beef tenderloin. They have a surf and turf, a steak and shrimp taco. Uh, they have the pork and peach salsa, and and just all everything about it, I thought was really really exceptional. The the chips and dips, the detail, they have two different kinds of chips. Have you ever seen this before? They have one type of chips to make the nachos with, and it was a, a white corn chip that was a little thinner but still solid when you picked everything up. But then the chips you got with a queso and with a guacamole were a yellower corn and they were thicker. And they, you know, and they were better for dipping salsa and queso. I mean, there was two completely different chips. Yeah, that's unusual. You don't yeah. see there usually just one chip going around. Yeah, I mean, really, really attention to detail and not just, uh, and, and not just uh, kind of hammered together. So mm-hmm. it was really exceptional. So it's downtown Cantina on the Courthouse Square. If you haven't been to Weatherford lately, they have a new Italian restaurant. It's been there about a year. Zeno's across the square, opened by the Mama Monica people. Uh, real homey. Uh, Home-style Italian, like something out of somebody's kitchen. And then downtown Cantina. And then uh, I believe Whistle Hill runs the old downtown cafe. I've forgotten all my who runs what over there in Weatherford. But, but uh, you know, Weatherford is closer than Dallas. It, it, it occurs to me that um, we, we're, we're suddenly getting uh, new tacos to the north, new tacos to the east, new tacos to the south. Uh, in the north, out by uh, Alliance Town Center, across the freeway from Alliance Town Center, Presidio Junction, Tacos Chilangos just opened uh, in the former Liberty Burger. It's actually run by the guys who ran that Liberty Burger franchise. Pretty basic. Chilangos is a slang for somebody from Mexico City. I've read some sources saying it's uh, derogatory slang. Nobody seems to mind. Are we going to need to edit this? Do we? Yeah, have it's not that. It, it's it's in the name of so many taco joints. Um, uh, you know, if you edit Taco Chilango, you're going to, if you Google Taco Chilango, you're going to see that come up in a lot of different ways. This is, is this safe for work? This is, yes, it's safe for work. <laughs> many things are safe for work than okay. they used to be. Is this like hootie tootie? Is that what this is? No, uh, hoity toity. Hoity toity. Um, <laughs> I, I think it's one of the things, but the tacos are not that way. Uh-huh. They're basic barbacoa, street tacos. carnitas, mm-hmm. street tacos. You order at the counter. 
Uh, it's, you know, the, the whole assembly line thing, pick your protein, pick your tortilla, pick your fillings, pick your toppings. Um, it's similar, but not the same to uh, Fresco Taco Spot, which is across the freeway on uh, North Tarrant Parkway. There's also a location at South Lake. Um, there are minor differences between them. Um, the tacos, I, I think, were kind of similar, but you, you, there's a bigger alcohol selection at Taco Chalangos uh, because they kind of carried over the, the small bar that Liberty Burger had. Um, and then, um, Bud, you recently have been to I was reminded of this when you were talking about the tacos at the Weatherford Place, um, Cartel Taco Bar, because oh, they yeah. also have some unusual. That's fillings. right, Cartel Taco Bar in Arlington opened up next to the to the brewery there in uh, Arlington uh, downtown Union District, and so the uh, what Cartel Taco Bar it's something along the lines of what Velvet Taco does, which is to take the tortilla and basically use it as a plate or a or a palate to, mm-hmm. to serve a, a, a dish on. So what uh, what Cartel Taco Bar serves is a uh, let's see it it was uh, macaroni and cheese with a blackened chicken macaroni and cheese uh, taco, and that sounds like a you know gimmick to draw in drunk college kids, and it's really good. So uh, the blackened chicken and macaroni, macaroni and cheese taco is excellent. They have several other completely off-the-wall tacos, and it's a cartel taco bar. The one thing they didn't have, I thought they had a severe lack of credibility because the only hot sauces they had, this is in a taco bar. They had Cholula and Tabasco. And that well, was, I mean, you're talking mac and cheese tacos. So. Yeah, I know. I know, I, know, I, I, you know. But I said, you know, you've got to at least have some sauces. Mm-hmm. I mean, and I, you've got to have the Valentino. You've got to have something. So since then, they showed me, they sent me a picture. They have added Tapatio oh, okay. to the uh-huh. sauces. So, so they got a least, green one, at know, least. And <laughs> this is where I draw the difference, like in downtown Cantina and Weatherford. They have Valentino, uh, Tapatio, and they have the... Uh, the, the uh, other sauces from Austin, the, mm-hmm. the, the, the habanero and the ghost pepper, mm-hmm. the, the yellow bird sauces. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, if, you, if you've got fancy tacos, you want some really good sauces. But I think Cartel Taco Bar way exceeded my expectations. And I think the, the beans were good. The sides were good. I haven't tried the, the elote, but uh, I think Cartel Taco Bar is a, another big hit. And that's in downtown Arlington in the Urban Union District near the uh, Tipsy Oak. And then to the south... In Mansfield, um, oh, yeah. it's supposed to open next week, and I believe they did say on Facebook they get that tacos they have an too. date of uh, January 29th, I believe, uh, is um, another taco and brewery um, that are going to be adjacent to each other. There's uh, By the Horns Brewery um, and uh, uh, Tacos and Avocados, which is one of the concepts from uh, Jason Bosso. Jason Busso from Twisted from Root. From Twisted Root. It's actually right near it. It's in a little development with a Twisted Root. There's a Twisted Root. There's a hypnotic emporium where you can get donuts and ice cream or donut ice cream sandwiches. And there's a um, little former we gas station. We talked about donuts last week. Uh-huh. Like, yeah. my, my stomach can't take another yeah, episode. And, <laughs> and as we speak, there's a bunch of bagels in the break room. Right. So it's been a week for just yeah. things appearing in the Who break room. Who brought bagels? We've got all these donuts and biscuits. But are these tacos more taqueria street tacos? Uh, or you know, they? I've been to the tacos and avocados in Roanoke, which is next to the Twisted Root in yeah. Roanoke. And I recall them having – they were sort of – I recall them being a little larger than street tacos. And okay. they, they do have a – it was like a 10 taco menu, if I remember. It's been a while since I've been there, so I'm kind of going off my, uh, you know, going off memory. Yeah. 
Um, but on DFW.com, there is a story by a contributor, uh, uh, Nicholas Sacalaris, that just says, craft beer and tacos coming to downtown Mansfield all in one funky building. And uh, that's going to be by the Horns Brewery. This is right in downtown Mansfield right. at the corner next to where a mellow mushroom used to be, I guess. Uh, yeah, and there's a there's a nice little um, patio there. It's a multi-level patio. Um, we're not having the best patio weather as we speak, but it'll come soon. And um, Important things for a patio. It has a water fountain and a restroom. Yeah, and uh, a, a <laughs> restroom that's off the patio. You don't have to go into the restaurants to go yeah. into the restroom. Yeah. So, like, if you happen to be driving by in Mansfield, you can run in there for the patio. Right, right. These are these are things that. Uh, of course, it's a little tricky to get there, get to the parking lot. So you know, you might want to make sure you haven't had too much. To drink. Okay, so tacos in, in Arlington, Mansfield, Alliance, and Weatherford, taco Chilango, yeah. and Weatherford. Wow. We are surrounded by tacos. Is taco become. You know, I've, I've seen an argument that tacos should be the state food of Texas, and you know, we think of barbecue first of all, and I, I think there's also steak, and you think of. Burgers, because burgers have become so big in the past few years. Chili also. Chili. But tacos are just proliferating. It's like if you wanted to try to go to every place, that you know, every gas station, every truck, every um, taqueria, every upscale taqueria, you'd probably spend a year trying to get to all those places just in Tarrant County. Well, you know, in order to have great tacos, you have to have great tortillas. And mm-hmm. so that's the really interesting thing, that now people are stepping up their tortilla game. Uh, the, even the barbecue restaurants that do brisket tacos, the, uh, the, the tacos at, uh, at the new Sammy's that has the smoke pit operation, mm-hmm. he gets fresh tortillas from the Panaderia down the street. Wow. That's and nice. uh, Billy's Oak Acres on the west yeah. side of Fort Worth, uh, the barbecue place. Billy's now is one of the few barbecue places serving breakfast, and he has his smoked pork chops and ham and everything for breakfast. Mm-hmm. But he got uh, the tortilla machine from the Don Pablos at close. So right. now he has in-house. Also, also the beer taps. Oh, uh, yeah. He, he, now has, <laughs> he now has in-house tortillas for his breakfast tacos. And people, his breakfast tacos are really good. So mm-hmm. Don Pablos did not die in vain. That's yeah. right. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, that tortilla machine's being put to much better use now. Okay. Well, we have spent all this time on tacos. And something's coming up in a couple of weeks. Gentlemen, does anybody here know anything at all yet about Valentine's Day? Oh, boy. Uh, <laughs> so, oh, well, uh, I, well, I, uh, yeah, I, I got to yeah, figure something out pretty oh, quick. Yeah, let's see. Okay. <laughs> so, yeah. Bud, Bud put up a, a, a column earlier this week on, uh, you know, make your reservations now. And there was a, a small list of places that you, you could reserve uh, tables because um, places fill up. And, you know, we're. We are, as we speak, a little less than a month out from Valentine's Day. The good news, Quite a bit less than a month. Yeah. Uh-oh, okay. like two weeks. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the good news this year is that Valentine's Day, since it falls on a Thursday, a lot of places are extending it. You know, it, they're doing their Valentine's menus from the 14th through the 17th. Well, they'd like to think you'll come the 15th, 16th. You, you better come yeah. up with it on the 14th. There's yeah, no, yeah. There, you can't, you can't say, do nothing on the yeah. 14th and yeah. then say, oh, say, well, honey, well, I got you this weekend. Yeah, <laughs> you can, that, that doesn't work. Robert. But as I well know, people procrastinate. And I, I'm, I'm actually a pretty bad procrastinator mm-hmm. myself. But mm-hmm. when I was single, I would like go into a Kroger at 9 p.m. on Valentine's Day and get a pint of ice cream so I could sulk. And there'd be guys buying flowers at nine o'clock at night on Valentine's Day. And I'm like, so people procrastinate. You get the discount. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so they, so 
and let's every not time, encourage that. And every time we have done, and we will have a roundup up that's a more extensive. Every time, <laughs> just we as have, soon as we quit procrastinating, right, we'll right. have a roundup. Every time we have done one of these uh, holiday-related roundups, like we did Thanksgiving, we we can see we can see the metrics on these, and they always jump like. Within two or three days hours, of, yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. of, the, of the actual... Uh, okay, well, here's, here's what... I mean, the, it's interesting to me the places that booked up first. The places that filled up, these are what people really consider their go-to. Riata, that's really mm-hmm. interesting. One of the right. fullest restaurants is Riata. Uh, great spectacle, great uh, you know, setting, uh, good variety of food. Not, I wouldn't think, the most romantic place, but mm-hmm. you know, maybe has a lot of history for if people. If you can get the rooftop and it's a warm enough night, yeah. You, yeah. You, there's yeah. a romantic place yeah. there. Yeah, Paris 7th, the elegant French restaurant. Okay. Uh, you can get in like before 6 or after 8.30, but mm-hmm. um, you know, that's, the, that's, what, that's the, the menu and trappings of the old Saint-Emilion are now Paris 7th, and mm-hmm. then Saint-Emilion's more casual now. Uh, Capital Grill seems to be winning the prime steakhouse mm-hmm. battle, battle, or at least they're booking up first for all these holidays. That so. was one of the first things I thought of when you mentioned. Well, the, uh, I, Capital, I actually Capital just Grill, got yeah. the releases from Del Frisco's and Del Frisco's Grill yesterday. Yeah, uh, they're not on the ball like yeah. they have been in the past. Uh, the uh, Hello Del Frisco's management in Southlake. Well, now we have it. The, yeah. uh, and then Bird Cafe, uh, mm-hmm. you know, is all is you know the setting and, and the, the food they do at Bird Cafe and the variety. Uh, the people have always loved their brunch, and now their lunch and dinner menus have started to become more popular. So the places that aren't booked up yet, uh, the two top-of-the-line restaurants that aren't booked up, Ellerby and Grace. And so I would think uh, that everybody can find something they love at Grace, and Ellerby, of course, is a beautiful, mm-hmm. elegant restaurant. We should, as an aside to this, Ellerby, um, which I think was really a catalyst for the uh, Magnolia redevelopment. Absolutely. Um, Ellerby was the first restaurant on the south side that people from the west side started going to. Celebrating its 10th anniversary this year, um, I believe it's on the last Wednesday of every month, they're going to do a special dinner where they're honoring the cuisine of another country, and they're starting with a fondue dinner (laughs) honoring Switzerland. I I have learned from Steve's wife that Steve is not a big fondue fan, but, um, but this is Ellerby. It's 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 going to be a little more upscale. Molly McCook does mm-hmm. elevate things a little oh, right, bit. Oh, right, right. Uh, and, and my wife is going. Yeah, she's taking one of her friends. She didn't invite me, knowing that I don't like fondue. Yeah, he's, he just doesn't want to drop stuff on his clothes. All right. Yeah. Sports. No, I just was. I, d- not, I just didn't understand the concept itself. It just the concept didn't work for me. So we're, we're that we're like I said. That's an aside. Ellerby celebrating its tenth anniversary. They will also have a Valentine's Day um, uh, special. Menu and then uh, there's other places. Well, if you want to have a really good um, Valentine's Day restaurant, uh, Valentine's Day dinner in a gas station, go to Chef Point in Watauga. They're going to be doing a Valentine's special. Oh yeah, yeah, sure, honey. I'm taking you to the gas station. station. Yeah, this is like this is uh, I, I, this is an embarrassing representation of men's <laughs> ideas on Valentine's Day. I mean, I was I was going to say like the, the simple Italian places. If you if you get stuck without a high dollar reservation, if you don't want to spend a lot, even the simple Italian places are beautiful. Aventino's on the west side of Fort Worth, even Margie's. Uh, Margie's had kind of gone down for a little while, but everybody at Margie everybody says Margie's is back. Really good Italian. Um, Mancuso's. I mean, something with a little, you know, fun to it, and something Oliva, with a little spirit. Oliva and, and uh, Keller. Oliva and Cal in in. Uh, Highland, Highland Springs, uh, Woodland, Woodland, Springs. Woodland Springs, and um, 
which is actually in Fort Worth, but it's so, it's so far away from downtown Fort Worth that everybody, in fact, the owner of all of us said, we're closer to downtown Keller than we are to downtown Fort Worth. And, and, uh, and then in Arlington, Piccolo Mondo. Piccolo Mondo is the best of all the old-timey Italian restaurants. And uh, in uh, Southlake, but not on the Southlake Boulevard Strip, uh, Ristorante uh, Mulino, which is a family-run restaurant on Davis Boulevard, uh, it's, that's a favorite of my wife. And it's it's weird. You don't really think of Southlake as having a neighborhoody restaurant, but this is a neighborhood. It's restaurant. very neighborhoody, and it's very it's crowded, busy, and urban feeling. And it feels like you're in on the East Coast somewhere, kind of packed into a little Italian hole in the wall place. Yeah, yeah. Molino's got a lot going. So you know, if you if you don't have a clue for Valentine's Day, don't listen to us. You know, but but you know, think about Italian. Think about Mediterranean. Think about something that's a little nice, a little different. Even think about something. Uh, a, a, you know, one of the Asian restaurants, Tokyo Cafe, Shinjuku Station, mm-hmm. you know, someplace like that. Or, or listen to us when we mention Grace or, um, or B&B Butchers yeah. is having mm-hmm. a Valentine's mm-hmm. Day. Uh, it's one of Steve's favorite places. I imagine that all the places in Chopsy Clear Fork, I haven't heard from uh, most of them, are going to have. We'll have it. spectacular and, uh, Valentine's. Rise number one. Uh, it's rise actually rise number three. Rise number work. three. Big, big, big plus if you can get into Rise Souffle. We've mm-hmm. done, my wife and I have done the Rise in Dallas uh, years ago, before, well before the Rise in Fort Worth opened. And that, that's a good Valentine's Day spot. And one of the things I love about Rise is. Get the entree souffle, and then you can follow it with the dessert souffle. Okay, or you don't have to have souffle at all. You can have salad, you know, baguette, and uh, tartatan. It's a, it's a good all-around French rice. Okay, until we see you next time, if you don't have a Valentine's, uh, you know, try to get into rice souffle. Mm-hmm. That's your best bet. We'll try to have some more options for you. Until next time, I'm Bud Kennedy. I'm Robert Pilton. And Steve Wilson.